You're listening to Limitless Leaders Podcast. Accelerate your mindset, collaboration and performance by developing limitless self-leadership, leaders, teams and organizations. Now, over to your host, Renee Jerusso. Here we are today and I'm hijacking Anne-Marie's live stream. How are you, Anne-Marie? I'm really good, Renee. I couldn't think of anyone better than to hijack the live stream. So welcome to your show. Yes, I I just thought it would be a great time of year. I know a lot of people are really ready to reflect on the year that was and look at the year to be. What do you think? I love that. It's such a great opportunity to reflect, learn from the learnings and, uh, yeah, put some real parameters in place to make the following year, the the year to to come, a really awesome one. So I love that. What do you do to reflect? As you know, I'm not the stillest person, (laughs) but I do take the time especially over the holidays that I've got coming up, to do, and I say to a lot of people, there's a really easy way to recalibrate and check in. Three steps, and I call it the three R's. So reflect. So go somewhere on your own notebook. For me, it's going to be sitting on a beach down at beautiful Apollo Bay. And take the time to really look at what the year was for you. You know, did the year exceed your expectations? So the first step is to reflect, and you should do this ongoing anyway. The second step is to recharge, and whatever that may look like for you. You could be having a break. You could be spending time with family and friends. You could be working through. I've got a lot of colleagues working through that do a lot of writing at Christmas. But whatever it is that you do to recharge, make sure that it re-energises you and you're excited about it. And the third R, so we've reflected, we've recharged over the next few weeks, is to refocus. And that's all about having a plan um, and resetting, I guess, your year so that psychologically you don't just go from one year into the next, which a lot of us can be guilty of. Um, Anne-Marie, I've got a, a quote that I love that's, year end is neither an end nor a beginning, but a going on with all the wisdom that experience can instill in us. So I think it's using what was to what will be. So wherever you are listening to this right now, think about the year that was and the year to the year ahead. Yes. Do you find that uh, many people do take the time to reflect, to recharge and then refocus? Or do we tend to do one and not the rest? What are, what are your findings? Right. It's a great question. I, I, I think it, it varies, obviously. I think, you know, you know my old saying, we're human doings, not human beings, and we need to be more. I think the recharging piece for a lot of people is where in the new year a lot of my clients will say to me, I had a break, I've thought about this, I don't want this, I've set new boundaries, whatever that may be. So I just think you might reflect while you're recharging, but a big thing is, you know, a year is like a book, write a new chapter. So, you know, the stories you're telling yourself, the things that may longer not serve you, the people, the situations, leave that behind um, and 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 really, I think, open the space for what could be and, and write your own story, which is yeah. exciting. Yeah, it is. Now, one of the things that you have just recently done, and I would love to share this, and I think we're going to go through this, the 12 questions. Let me ask you, how did you come up with those? I I suppose I I do, and even up until, you know, right at the end of the year, I'm working with a lot of teams, and there's quite a few teams that are using these these questions as a team. Um, You can use these anytime. I think they're 
they're questions that I do ask myself, I do ask clients, and I'm a big believer, especially if you're listening out there and you've got a team, don't ask people these questions if you really haven't answered them for yourself. Mm. Um, but, yeah, I think it, it looks at different people and situations as to what we've gleaned from the year, what we need to, I say, extinguish, let go of, and what we need to ignite and get more of. So we're going to go through those. And so you can decide whether you want to ask the first question or I'm happy to ask that of you. But for people who want to follow along and maybe even after um, listening, watching today, if they want to go to your website, reneejeruso.com, go to the blog post, which is titled Limitless Leadership Reflecting on 2019. Did your year exceed your expectations? But of course, you can use this at any time through the year. So Renee, do you want to ask the first question or shall I yeah. ask you? I'll ask you and keep in mind those of you out there, this question can be reframed not about 2019, but about your quarter. A lot of sales teams use this, your month, even your week. So yeah, Anne-Marie, has this year or has last year exceeded your expectations? Okay, so I'm sort of one of those people that sets the bar high. So obviously there's a, there's areas that I haven't quite achieved, but one of the things that I started off um, the, the year was to focus. That was my key word, mm. and it, I absolutely have. I've, I've been very, very focused, said no to projects that I knew just did not fit in with the vision and the mission for that year. So, uh, yeah, I'm in a good place. I know mean, I, lo I love that and learning learning to say no and I think that's around setting boundaries and knowing you I've definitely seen you I I feel go from a really broad sort of almost not not a generalist but you've been quite broad to really having your market and knowing your message and targeting that yes. um, and I've been obviously very fortunate to work with you on my podcast and which has just been amazing. So, and, and that's because of you and the, the content and the great guests yeah. that you, you have. So, and you know what? I, I love that. And I think, you know, sometimes for many of us who are very much goal driven and, and ambitious, it's a reminder, isn't it? And I love the, the following questions that sometimes when we don't achieve our goal, you need to accept, you need to excel, um, to, to really accept, but also celebrate that too. So let me ask you this question, Renee, what are you most proud of this year? Because you've done some awesome things. This year, I suppose I break it into two areas, so probably behaviourally and then performance-wise. Um, and you know me, I, my work really crosses into my life because I just love what I do. Something I'm proud of, I guess, is the tenacity and the grit that I've had to keep going. I've had a very big year personally, mm -hmm. and um, I've used that to fuel me forward to be the best version of myself and learn the lessons from that. So that would be the behavioural side. In the probably my practice, my business, I'm really, really proud that I got my, you know, it was within four weeks I said to myself, I'm doing a podcast. So many people said don't, it's so much work, and it is, but I jumped in. I did it. I'm loving it. I'm loving sharing my clients and guests with the world. Um, so really, really proud of that and um, taking, a, I guess, a risk and running some very new programs in some new industries that have been really successful. So they're, they're probably the main things. 
Yes, yeah. I love that. What would you say to someone who uh, is can relate to what you've just said around challenges, you know, whether it be personal challenges, business challenges, career challenges, but really taking that and still being able to move forward? You do that so beautifully. What would you share to someone that perhaps is struggling with that as they take this to, to you know, the new year, the new quarter? Yeah, I think change and crisis and you might call them failures, are always going to be around. I think if you're not having those, you're probably not stepping out of your comfort zone. And I think it's about reframing them. And I have a bit of a, a belief and I'm doing a lot of work on and writing my next book on the gift mindset, which is simply looking at what that challenge is and having a really deep awareness of it. How does it make you feel? What happened? What were your thoughts? And then accepting it for the good. Now, there's things we accept, Anne-Marie, and it's a good topic, things that you might not love to accept, you may not choose to accept. There's crap that goes on that you go, how can I accept that? I do believe everything happens for a lesson, not always a reason, but a lesson. Hmm. And, you know, really happy to share my, you know, my younger sister's fighting, battling cancer, and she's amazing. But the gift I've already got out of that is I've realised how many beautiful, supportive people there are in the world and they're the ones that I've really got to focus my attention on and be there for. And it's also taught me if she can forgive and move on with such grace, then how can you let the little crappy things that some of us get caught up in, yeah. you know, the old saying, will it matter in five years? Will it matter in five weeks? If it doesn't, drop it and move on and focus on what you can influence and what you really want to influence, not just from your head, but your heart, really, really important. Yes. Yeah, so true. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, over to you. What's your, the biggest challenge you face this year and, and what have you learned out of it? Being, but speaking about challenges. I would say that everyone has had challenges around technology and that has been uh, the mm -hmm. biggest challenge this year, um, coming in from even the year before. You know, yeah. I was locked into a program. The, the biggest lesson I've learned is don't lock yourself in for a long period of time when it comes to technology. And, you know, we tried everything. Um, and then as soon as the, the 12 months was over, the commitment, um, we moved. And we did that twice. And so... Well, Sorry, Emery. What do you mean by that? So, if you've if you've signed on to Zoom for a year or Skype for a year or whatever it is, don't feel like you have to stay with 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 that. Um, or don't get yourself locked in to a program yeah. or technology yeah. that requires you to be in, in there for a long period of time. Particularly if the business that you're running, your business model, it, it uses that. Like for me, I'm talking about our CRM, and it just yeah. didn't. There were different components and, you know, yeah. my, and I've got a great team behind me. So the lesson I learned there was don't get yourself locked in because if something doesn't work, with all the technologies now that we have, you can shift, you know. Oh. And I think the greatest um, lesson was that have a great team behind you um, yeah. and agility. I think agility moving forward is a, is a great um, skill, ability and mindset to, to, to have. Just let's shift, find something better and let's move. And that's so that's so important. I think knowing your systems, utilizing them and, and stopping and saying, what do I need now? And it's something we've done in my business this year too. We've got a new CRM, new payroll system, um, quite a few others. But you're right, people don't like change. We're not wired for change. And it's easy to default 
autopilot, stick with what you know, but think about what it will cost you, what you could be missing out to actually fast track and streamline your business or your role. Yeah. Well, in my case, it was 12 months of sitting and not being able to scale. So I'm not yeah. going to do that again. That was a, a great lesson and a gift. I love the way that uh, you said, what's the biggest challenge? <laughs> gift, as we see from, yeah. from that. So, Renee, I wonder for you, what lesson did you learn and apply from some of the challenges? Maybe you've had tech challenges as well. What would yeah. you say is the lesson from that? Um, yeah, tech challenges. So we've we've moved to Zoom from Skype. I was a bit bit unsure, but we're using that most days in my business now. So that's been good. Um, I feel I've really built up my resilience just from things that are going on around me. And I think a lesson I've learned this year is it is okay to say no. So many people go, you know, say yes to everything. And I'm one of those people. I'm a connector. I don't like to miss out. I, I love being around people. I I'm an opportunist but at the end of the day learning to say no and what helped me do that was simply separating the person I was saying no to from the event mm -hmm. so you know and Marie if you asked me over for dinner and I'd go yeah a year ago I might actually say well no I can't come I'm really really tired I need some time to just be home or re-energize mm -hmm. and even articulating that verbally I see two circles, so I don't feel guilty saying no to you. So something going into the new year, and I'm not saying I say no to everything, I don't say no to a lot, but really channeling my energy for the right things at the right time, mm. which is vital. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. so true. Yeah. Um, so what am I up to? I'd love to ask you, um, as a leader of self, what new skills have you acquired this year? New skills. You know, I'm I am an avid learner. I think I'll always be learning. Hence why I love doing podcast interviews because you always take learnings and gifts and insights from all of your guests. But for me, it was very much that agility. I I do tend to like change, and I think the reason yeah. where I like change is the newness, a new project, new creativity, yeah. new opportunity. Um, but but in the, the, the sense that I've really learned more from is that if something's not working, review it, yeah. decide on what you're going to do, and then take action. And so yeah. for me, it has been, you know, if I, because we are the leader of our business or project or whatever we're doing, mm -hmm. and if we're not you know, willing to review, decide and take action. How do we expect our team to? Um, and we can lose a lot of time, you know, if we don't do that. Yeah. So that's probably been one of the, the biggest lessons that I will continue to, to use and that. leverage in the future too. I love that too because it then can change the trajectory of your vision and your mission in your business. And as I say to, to anyone I work with, we might have a boss but, your real boss in whatever you do is the vision. Mm. The vision is your boss. And I think by adapting, like you've said, and bringing in, letting go, um, that that will change what your message is and your business evolves. I, I don't know anyone, including myself, my branding, almost my message slightly changes and it should. I think mm. you've got to be fresh and relevant. So that's really, really important. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it so yeah. is. 
I love that you mentioned around vision and, and circling back to something that you've said. Uh, because I had loved doing a lot of different things, a lot of my business was doing a number of things. And then several years ago, I thought I really need to step back and have a look, how can I use that? So I set that vision. And yeah. that vision, even though the you know the goals have changed and, and the projects, that vision has been there and it's allowed me to keep that message consistent. Otherwise, us multi, you know, multi-passionate entrepreneurs mm -hmm be all over the place and people what's she doing now you know so great great that, effort. that's right and that's important really yeah. so yeah. I would love to know from you what has been the biggest learning that you have had from someone else I had a few this year I think I think something that stands out for me and I've known it but now I really know it is that if you want to change only you can change a lot of my clients, I must say, and I'm attracting more of the people that have that bursting mindset who I love working with, but you do get the odd person that's like wants to know everything but doesn't action it. And for me, there's something deeper in the core there around they don't have a compelling reason to change it. So those sorts of people you can only do so much for and, and those of you out there that have got teams, I'm not saying disregard those people but really focus maybe on your higher performers so that gap gets bigger between the higher performer and maybe those that aren't on board. And mm -hmm. hopefully the gap gets bigger that they want to step up or if needed, step out, which you, which isn't ideal, but it's not always a bad outcome. Mm -hmm. So I think, you know, what's the Dalai Lama, you know, want the change, be the change. And I think, yeah, that's been a big learning for me. And I am very condescent you know with time as far as who I'm working with they've really that I believe anyone can do anything that's that mm -hmm. whole limitless potential but at the end of the day it can just be talk sometimes mm -hmm. so you know if, if you are that person out there that you know you feel like I'm even talking about you you know sit down and ask yourself is the reason to change it does it exceed me not changing and if you go, it doesn't, then it's not the right change for you. Maybe there's something else you should look at. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I love yeah. how you said that. And I just want to just briefly, before we go to the next question, there was um, an, an interview that you did and I was there and my daughter, Nicole, was there taking oh. behind the footage with Maria um, and, you know, at, 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 at GS1 Australia and you said and she even after we finished she goes mom I was sitting she said I wanted to take notes from you know the oh. things that you're sharing <laughs> and you said that often the things that we admire in others are a mm -hmm. part of us and I thought wow and some, sometimes yeah. we don't know. sometimes we do need to work through, through certain things um and so for, for me often I've now looked at other people and I, I really admire that or I always remember you saying that in your interview well no. that, that is because you often say I just maybe need to go exploring a little bit and, and yeah. to see where that is but that was and, something that made yeah. me thank you I mean, that's it's a it's the mirror, isn't it? You know, people things you admire in other people, you usually do have in yourself. Whether you you really bringing them out, or you need you need to even more, or whether you demonstrate them all the time, only you know that. Yes. But yeah, I think it's I think it's it's a really it's a really good you know a good perspective to put on to really see, am I you know, am I living my truth? Am I living my strengths? And and, and, and am I sharing them, which is important? Yes. Yeah. So 
Anne-Marie, so we're up to, I think we're about halfway through the questions. Who did you build a deeper connection with this year? Okay, this is an interesting one. So for me, I, I resonate a bit with what you were saying earlier, that we rush from one project to another. We, yeah. I, have, I haven't even finished it. I'm already thinking ahead. And, you know, the importance of being still. And so for me this year, and I'm also a Christian, so I hope it's all right for me to say this on your podcast, but for me it is just being still, meditating on, for me on the word. Um, and so a lot of the angst, a lot of the, you know, the, the drive, but the negative side of that there's good drive you know just like there's good fear you know fear is there to, to some in yeah. some instances to to keep us from harm but I've been able to become far more calmer in myself through my relationship you know with the Lord and 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 Bible reading and things like mm. that so uh yeah and I find that I'm far more yeah not as rushing all over the place so that's that's yeah, something I love that so more more congruent with your connection to yourself is sort of yeah. what yeah which is in connections important I think we can't we can't connect with others if we're not connected with ourselves and I saw a great quote the other day just reminded me around you know don't collect but connect yes especially so in social true. media you oh, know it's it's important. I think connections everything isn't it deep essence connection make make choose who it is and or who they are and and, and make that effort yeah, yeah for sure yeah. so i wonder renee what excited and lit you up this year this year i think working working with new clients um probably the last year and a half i've worked a lot in the construction and building industry which i just love the people are real they're eager they've got a growth mindset um, and engineering. So their areas maybe 10 years ago I wouldn't have thought I'd work with. I think really realising in my heart of hearts this year that the work I do, the message I teach um, is applicable to anybody. It's, it's human behaviour and accepting mm -hmm. that and going, it's okay, I don't just have a niche market. Maybe it would be easier if I did. Many people have said that. But I love working across industries. So the diversity of my clients, whether they've been workshops, speaking events or my mentoring programs this year has really lit me up. Mm. Um, and to tap on it again, I think my podcast, I just, you know, I, I absolutely love thinking about whose message can I send, um, who can I get to share, you know, their, their brilliance that sometimes behind closed doors, especially in group and one-on-one -on -one work, I see this amazing stuff, but it's not shared. So being able to share that with my community um, all over the world through the vehicle that is a podcast um, has, has been really exciting for me and learning the process. And there's a lot to learn behind the scenes. I've learned a lot, which has been yeah. good. Yeah. Isn't yeah. there one thing when you can share you can share that on because you've created the vehicle, the platform yeah. that which is going to impact so many lives, and I'm and I'm sure you get, um, you know, responses regularly saying, "I loved what that person has to say." I mean, I just yeah. shared something that you know my daughter and I took from just listening and being part of um, the crew when you interviewed um, Maria Palazzolo. So yeah. and it happens consistently, but now from a global scale. So and that's yeah. got to excite and light you up too. And that's right. And I love that you can tap into the different learning styles. So you know, I'm a massive reader, but a lot of people aren't so being able to jump on audible or you know apple or spotify or whatever 
and listen at the touch of your finger, you know, tips, the technology, because I'm a tech person, I love technology when mm. it works, um, <laughs> like many of us, but that excites me. And also what the future is going to bring with that. I mean, you know, I was Who at a, knows? a futurist thing a few months ago and some of the stuff coming out, we don't even know, like we've been able to predict, but it's at a point now where, you know, there's so much coming out and it really solidifies my belief in what I do in the life skills and the human connection and you know being real and deep communicators and building relationships is the key to everything especially mm -hmm. as we get in a fast-tracked tech world. So over to you how you know contribution is one of the human needs in life and what would you say would be a key contribution you've made you know, this year, so it could be clients, family, community. What What is it yeah. for you? Look, for me, I I love to be able to celebrate alongside clients, you know, successes, learnings, yeah. Yeah. all of that, you know, the, and I'm sure many, of you know, people who are working in the, the helping industry, the service industry, mm -hmm. like that. And so for, for me, a couple of the projects that I've been involved in, particularly one with the IWFCI um, and Diana Abruzzi, um, she is just an amazing woman, you know, the very first, um, what's well, international now, global, yeah. you know, yeah. um, for women, Chamber of Commerce, and so being able to emcee some of their events, sitting on their board, uh, lots of exciting mm -hmm. things in, in the future. But more often than not, I think we when we contribute, we're also learning because everybody, when we collaborate, we learn from one another. Yes. And surround ourselves with awesome people and I mean if everything that you've said and so you know for me if uh, I you know if I've learned something or I've got a skill that I can contribute to support someone else making a bigger impact in the world to me I know that that my job that that's really what I love to do yeah which is which which yeah. is which is so awesome and I think you know being able to to share your message and bring the message out of others and I love what you said and I'm a big believer in it we all grow through growing others, mm. you know, um, and there's not there's not a session I do or a conversation I have with a client that I don't grow in some way because you can't know everything. And, you know, I'm a big fan. I've always had probably for six years a big word for the year and I encourage you listening going into the new year, what's your big word? You know, my, my big word, overarching word in my practice and life is limitless. So, you know, the sky isn't the limit. It goes further than that and there's so much you can do. But a big, big, big word for me next year is focus. Yeah. So I've got three key nuggets from a business perspective that are imperatives. One is is writing my next book um, and focusing on maybe less clients but going deeper with those clients. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Does. So And yeah. growing, yeah, going yeah. through, going through that. Yeah. yeah, I yeah. love that, and and I'll share my word. Mine is flourish. I've done the focus. Now yeah. it's flourishing from the from the foundations that I've been focusing on, and um, I think it's important, you know. And that's why when you said let's let's cover this, I thought that's so important because how often do we rush from one project oh. to the next, from one quarter to the next? Yeah. We never stop and yeah. reflect, and there's so many gifts. And golden nuggets that we can and we miss with us to that next person and it's a bit cliche but it's it's not always the outcome it's not it's the process oh, 
60 minutes, you know, the journey at the end yeah. of the day. So, so true. We, we, we forget that, don't we, often when we're so focused yeah. on the, the end. So, Renee, what new positive habit did you adopt this year? Um, I mentioned earlier saying no a bit more, so actually valuing my time a little bit more and consolidating a few things to free up space for other things has been a big one and not sweating the small stuff. You know, I think sometimes things can get amplified when you've got other things going on, but knowing that sometimes the way people may act is not not about you it's a reflection of them mm -hmm. and taking and that's something another word for me next year is lightly so just taking some things a little bit more lightly less is more and just opening up that space not but I'm I'm not structured but I am very organized very I almost have I, I say I have a um, productivity addiction I I like to do a lot in as much time as I can that's that's always been me but actually saying it's okay, it's okay to do a little bit less. And I think, you know, it actually will bring up some other areas in my business and my life. Yeah. yeah. As you share that, I have to smile because I remember a colleague, this is a number of years ago, uh, in the US, and what we would do is we would send um, every week at the beginning of the week a list of what we wanted to do for the week and then at the end we would bookend it by saying how much we got done. Yeah. And after a little while she goes, can you just consolidate that a little bit because she said when I read through what you're going to do I get overwhelmed just thinking about what you're going to do but it's yeah. so true and so when someone reflected that back I thought I wonder am I setting you know so yeah. I love that I love that and everyone's pace is different I mean I'm not going to lie some of you listening will obviously know me some people go oh my god you exhaust me I've always run run at a high energy and I think um, in, into what you were saying, it's it, it is. It's around focus. It's around doing what makes you happy. Um, and I think you know, controlling what you can control, control, and letting go of what you can't. Yeah. yeah. So over to you. What negative habit did you abolish? So habits can be negative and they can be positive. But what's something that maybe didn't serve you that you? Well, you know, it's interesting that you should say that. And I, I, I reflected and I actually wrote this chat down. And so a negative habit for me um, was, well, it was around, you know, not focusing and being, you know, and, and it was comes from impatience. Yeah. So when I launched something or did something, when I didn't see results as immediate or, you know, within what I presumed should be the result, I ended up getting frustrated, dropping the ball and then starting something anew. So, you know, within that I've really learned you know what you've got to give it time you've got to yeah. give it space you've got to pull it yeah. apart and say what is working where do I need more resources and 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 yeah. what can I do that perhaps I didn't do so that was really from rushing from one to another um, being impatient and being frustrated that that's what I tended not to do and so mm. that focus that word for me has really allowed me to again to really look at what is working so that next year or you know in the the next project or so forth um, we are focused with far more intention yeah. and far more structure and I think it sometimes it takes things things that are worthwhile doing take mm. time to build those that, foundations and, and they do and they do and and stopping and celebrating success and I hope those of you out there have this you know have recently or are celebrating success and milestones along the way mm. because anchoring good behavior is really good especially if you know 
you know, you're going to go through a big restructure next year or whatever it may be, you never know what's going to come up. If you're celebrating success, they're little reminders subconsciously that people can tap into to keep going. It's part of um, sort of part of resilience. And I think, yeah, that's I, I love that. And I think, you know, people, I've always said, focus on the people, then the process and then progress will come. Mm. If you're out there, business owners, leaders, CEOs, you know, we work right across Spend time with people and the rest will actually happen. Your, your people are what make up your culture. They're the essence if you bottled your business. So spend the time with them, get to know them, and, and really then the processes will come. You need process, obviously, but and the progress will be the spin-off uh, from that. I love that. So we've come to the last question and, you know, if it was the start of the year or start of the quarter or start of the project, again, what advice would you give to yourself, Renee? Um, if I look back on 2019 and it was the start of that the year again, I would probably because you look back and you sort of say to yourself, wow, I didn't know all these things were going to happen be ready, I'd be open and I'd tell myself to be even more present and in the moment. I think you talked about intention and intentionality is so important. You know, I think we can, meetings are impulsive, quick, I've got to talk to you, I've got to do this. Things become like sugar hits. We want to be more intentional than impulsive. And one thing going going into this next decade for me is better self-care and just making a bit of more bit more time for me because a lot of the things that were hobbies for me have now become part of my work, which is fine. But tapping into some other interests I have, I love yoga, absolutely love cooking, as many know, love traveling, haven't done a lot this year. And I guess at the end of the day, my big love is just connection, connecting to people that that I really, really love around me and my clients. Yeah, brilliant. Such a great reminder because so often when we find life, business, career, whatever it is, getting in the way of what we know is so mm. important to us, then we and, and I heard you say this, you're not in alignment and then something is going to give elsewhere. Mm. And it does. I think being intentional, you know, listening right now, if you had one intention for next year, what would that be? And Marie, that can be your last question. One intention oh, year. So it's almost like your movie title for the year. What would it be? I just shared that something, a comment on Facebook, um, and this kind of goes along with just what I love to do. I love trying out new things and yeah. often like the live stream, you know, I've been using the system for a little while, but it takes a little while to get used to it. So mm -hmm. for me, I love that excitement, that adrenaline of not knowing. Years yeah. ago, I decided that I was not going to give the emotion of guilt because guilt is a wasted emotion, isn't it, when we dwell on it so much? Okay. So for yeah. me, moving forward, if I feel fear, there, there are good fear, but if I feel fear that I know that it's it's going to stop me from doing something, I'm just going to just ignore or take the learning from that and going, you know what, I'm just going to jump in, you know, two feet first and I'll figure a way out on the way yeah. down. We've heard that before, but you know what? You've you got to do it. That. And share the lessons because I think if we're something that you said in one of your interviews, when we show that vulnerability and we do it as a lesson, then other people will, that'll empower and inspire other people to, um, to just get out there and give it a go. 
That, and, that's um, right. That's right. And your lessons could be someone else's survival guide, yes. you know. Like yeah. it's actually quite selfish not to share our lessons in life as a leader with your kids. There's mm -hmm. so much distraction out there, you know. There's suicides never been higher. There's reasons for it. So be open, listen, share your lessons, be there for others, but really be there in the moment. I've loved hijacking you. Yes, and I have loved our conversation. So, Renee, before we go, how can people find out more about you if they're just watching this this live stream, yep. the name of your podcast, all of that good stuff? Okay, so we're the Limitless Leaders podcast. So that's on all your favourite um, podcast platforms. And we're releasing episodes sort of every two and a half to three weeks at the moment. And it's a mix of solo shows, leaders, entrepreneurs, business owners. Only recently I've just um, interviewed the amazing Bob Burke, who's one of the top global authors of the book Go-Giver. So it's a very diverse and open podcast about what you want and what you need. So any um, podcast at renegeruso.com um, if you have any any um, questions or topics. And just my name, renegeruso.com is our website. We're very active on social media. And, um, you know, over the next 12 months, we've got four public programs and a retreat all on our website. And also, obviously, Anne-Marie's, you know, a lot of our work we tailor in-house um, based around, around what you need. But, you know, at the end of the day, you know, some amazing connections on, on all the social media platforms and it's it's just great, isn't it, that you can do oh, this. It is. Like, it is. Yeah. Amazing, the technology. Who knows? You know, in the future we might be uh, holographic it in. I've got a colleague about holograms and so forth, which uh, yeah, we yeah. just don't know. So what would be one, one last insight that you would share as we finish up today? Well, based on our theme, I think, you know, live with intention. And I, I guess a big thing that I always say is know what lights you up. You know, don't just do what you're good at do what you're good at that you enjoy. There's a big, big difference. So I always say to people, you know, what's your favourite part of your role? And I know you can't always do that, but do that as much as you can. Yes. And do that if you're having an off time personally or professionally. What is it that really energises me? You'll know what it is. It's that thing that on a Sunday night, if you were doing it on a Monday, you'd be ready to go, not dreading Monday. So, yeah, I think that's really, really important. Love that. Well, thanks yeah. once again and thank you for hiding my live stream. No problem. Thank you. You've been listening to Limitless Leaders Podcast, leading from the inside out to develop limitless self-leadership, leaders, teams and organisations. To find out how you can accelerate your mindset, your communication, collaboration and connection to become a limitless leader, sign up for our Limitless Leaders Podcast series at www.renegerusso.com forward slash podcast series. That's renegerusso.com forward slash podcast series.